Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Morningstar. How you doing, Another glorious, normal day in the normal country. Obviously, this week has been full of pain, anger, and rage, stemming from the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis at the hands of three police officers actually on him. Of course, the main perpetrator being Derek Chauvin, who has now been uh, taken into custody, charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter. There was another officer just watching on as this person, George Floyd, was asking for help, was crying in pain, was saying that he was dying, saying that he couldn't breathe, a la Eric Gardner. We've seen this movie before, and like movies, the sequels continue to get worse. So we are going to talk about what's going on in Minneapolis. It's my second hometown. I have a lot of friends there. It is devastating to that community right now and the week began with what now seems to be almost a light-hearted story here in new york regarding amy cooper a white woman who uh, had her dog off the leash in central park who decided to freak out and call the cops on a black fellow who also has the last name cooper look at that why was that situation so dangerous Because we have a problem with law enforcement and excessive force. They also attack poor whites. Law enforcement and excessive force is a massive systemic issue in this country. And this week, it was highlighted on another level. So we have a lot to talk about. Unpack who are the protesters, what's happening in Minneapolis, The pain is real, and as I have said on Twitter and on Instagram, arrest all four of these officers. They got one down, three to go. That is the only way we are going to begin to de-escalate the situation. But let's start at the top. Speaking of Twitter. Yes, let's start at the top of the snake when it comes to the systemic issues of our country. We have to mention Donald Trump, who has now called for MAGA night on Saturday evening, which 
I don't even know where they're going to go hang out if all the Applebee's are closed. Mega Knight has a horrible. Into, you don't uh, want to end anything with night. And, no, and it, when it when there's like you know burning buildings or the like broken windows. Yes, the incantation is horrible. And of course, Donald Trump has actively escalated the violence in Minneapolis. And again, in that context, we will talk about who some of these violent protesters are and why they are not from the community that they are destroying and the community that is mourning the death of George Floyd, along with many other people who have fell victim to police supremacy. So let's talk first about Donald Trump and the tweets from yesterday, yeah. and then we'll get to the looting and shooting, which of course escalated the events from uh, Friday evening, Thursday evening, and beyond. Well, I mean, this has been so, a, a banner week for Trump on Twitter. He has been a real one. He has just been a, a you thought grandpa couldn't get any crazier and grandpa is off his medication, staring out his window, watching Secret Service agents beat the hell out of protesters, peaceful protesters uh, outside of the White House. So let's read. Travis yeah. can read us a little bit of what we're calling Donald Trump Secret Service fan fiction. So uh, this is at real Donald Trump. He says, uh, great job last night at the White House by the U.S. Secret Service. They were not only professional, but very cool. Oh, they were cool. I was inside, watched every move, and couldn't have felt more safe. They let the protesters scream and rant as much as they want. But whenever someone got too frisky or out of line, Ooh. they would quickly come down on them hard. Ooh, come on them hard. Didn't even know what hit them. Wow. The front line was replaced with fresh agents, like magic. <laughs> Big crowd, professionally organized, but nobody came close to breaching the fence. Ooh, if they had, the fence. If they had... They would have been greeted with the most vicious dogs and most ominous weapons I have ever seen. Oh, my God. That's when people would have been badly hurt, at least. Many Secret Service agents just waiting for actions. Ooh. We put the young ones on the front line, yes, sir. Yes, you do. Oh, put they, the young ones in front. Yeah. They love it. And it's just good practice. As oh you saw last night, they were very cool. Never let it got, Never let it get out of hand. Thank you. On the bad side, the D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who's always looking for money and help, wouldn't let the D.C. police get involved. Not their job. Nice. Oh, my God. If it wasn't so <laughs> dangerous for the president to be tweeting like a maniac, it would almost be comical. The man, you can see him in his White House robe, lathering up his body with butter, looking like Kramer when he turned into a turkey or when Kramer was fantasizing. Um, uh, I believe Kramer. Kramer was a turkey yes. at one point. He, he, well, he sounds like, in, he sounds like in, Doc, uh, he looks Seinfeld. Like, he sounds like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Like he's just sitting there stroking a cat and, yes. and watching all of his like goons uh, take out their aggression on these protesters. It's it's um, it's we're we're living in a fucking cartoon world now. This is unfortunately the bullets are real in this world. The blood is real. Uh, the anvils when they hit your head as they fall from apartment buildings are real. That is the sad reality. Cartoon president in a real life situation, as we're seeing, does not lead to the best results. That is also why. I, hey, you know me, I'm not a big Twitter head, um, but that is why I also took to Twitter and I have come to the conclusion 
We cannot handle four more years of Donald Trump in this country. As we have seen, this is when leadership is most needed, and this is when he fails the most. It's really great when the economy is booming, people are working, things are relatively smooth, we're at relative peace, but this is why we need a president that has a contingency of people around him that has a little bit more experience than the now shallow, hollowed out, yes men world that Donald Trump has created. We are seeing this country burn on every single level, and that is because of a lack of leadership. We have got to hold him accountable. I understand that Joe Biden, hey, he is not, he is not Fabio, okay? He ain't going on no book covers. Travis is upset with me, but I don't know what else to do. We got to get Trump out of there. And we just, these are the times where leadership is the most important life and death decisions. And this man just cannot do it. Also, the Libertarian Party went with Joe Jorgensen and not Vermin Supreme, who I would love to have a beer with and wear a boot on my head with. So it's just, this is an eye-opening experience, I think, for the nation on every single level. We have a perfect storm of events. We have people who are stressed because of COVID. We have people who are angry. We have people who are ready to go off because they have been uh, in home confinement. We have the 10 minute video of this death that even conservatives will concede is horrible. Uh, I was watching Sean Hannity's show because you know, you got to have a glass of tequila when you do it, uh, just so you can stomach the hairline. But even he said that Derek Chauvin should have been arrested, which was a step in the right direction. Then, of course, immediately he showed yeah. the worst of the worst of the worst of the people that they possibly could have interviewed uh, to bring balance uh, to the conversation. But everyone agrees that, or any reasonable person without hate in their heart, agrees that that video, if that video didn't move you, you are part of the problem, I think one of the few, and I don't know what to tell you. I think one of the few people who defended Chauvin was Sebastian Gorka. Gorka! Gorka! Oh, my God. But if even you ever Han- want to see even, a- even Hannity was, like, talking about Krav Maga, Krav Maga on Fox News as if there- He's a karate guy. As if there was some kind of, like, fight happening between them, and it's like, no, the guy had his knee on this guy's neck for nine minutes. It's not the same as a combat situation. It's not a CQC situation. No, also, uh... You know, assaulting a police officer gets you some real hard time. So it's not exactly like in our power to do. I want to talk right now about the concept of business destruction and the concept of building destruction as a way of protest. What we're learning right now is the majority of people who have been violent in Minneapolis, and I'm just going to focus on Minneapolis, even though these protests have been going off all over the country in Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta. There, was a, there was a nurse uh, that was killed inside of her, her, her home in a no-knock raid, a.k.a. A home invasion. Home invasion yes. Uh, that's a cute way of saying home invasion by heavily armed militia. But let's just focus on Minneapolis. My heart is breaking for the city. I know the area very well. I have a lot of friends there. Uh, One has had to move. He's three blocks away from the third precinct. Obviously, that had caught fire. Uh, Symbolic and actual, visualized. um, 
anger and hatred is visualized in the fire of the third precinct, of course, where the four officers uh, were based out of. We saw the target footage. Uh, we saw the uh, Home Depot, the Auto Zone, which we're going to talk about, Umbrella Man. Extremely interesting story. But then we also have mom and pop businesses. And sadly, in English as a second language school, which was mostly predominantly attended by Somali students, this is a lower income, lower middle class area, and it's being destroyed by people who are coming in from out of town who I do believe have their own intentions. My friend was telling me yesterday there are literally white supremacist groups at the behest of Donald Trump saying when the shooting starts, the looting starts, this bloviating asshole in the White House who has never been punched, never been hit, has always lived in a protective bubble, has no concept of what he is even talking about. He needs to get tased. Like, he should go through. Like, he needs to do it. At least please get tased. Yeah. He needs to get tased. He needs to be the, don't tase me, bro. He needs to experience what that is. Maybe that could give him some perspective. At the behest of Donald Trump, you have white supremacist groups coming in to, air quotes, protect the city, a.k.a. cause violence and mayhem. You have anarchist groups. Uh, you have the, certain protest groups. You have the Boogaloo Boys. I don't know if you know about the Boogaloo I Boys. I don't know what the Boogaloo Boys are. They sound like they would be great offensive They're, linemen for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, everyone takes advantage. There are A lot of people take advantage of a crisis, and one of these groups is uh, the Boogaloo Boys. Okay, who are the Boogaloo well, Boys? Well, Boogaloo refers to Civil War II Electric Boogaloo, which, is an, which, is, a, which is an online group that is, is basically a... Uh, intensely pro-gun, intensely anti-government. So they're they're but kind they're of they're, working they're kind for of the government right now. They're well, they're taking advantage of the situation and they're aligning themselves with legitimate protest to basically pop off anti anti-government stuff overall. So the Boogaloo Boys, the Boogaloo Men, whatever they are, they're the Boogaloo Boys. They they prefer to be called the Boogaloo Boys. Well, they're definitely acting like children, so I guess that makes but sense. But interestingly, one of the one of the like sign, one of the ways you could see the Boogaloo Boys is that they wear Hawaiian shirts. I'm I not kidding. Die. I'm not kidding. They wear so Hawaiian shirts. What they is wear, this? They wear Hawaiian shirts, and so this is all like. Am I am I living in GTA Five? Well, this is all. Am I in the dumbest version of this, a of a rock star game? This, this is something like maybe six years of accrued like inside jokes and inside talk within online communities on Facebook and Reddit, sure. and 4chan, and this is what it's come to. You have you have uh, the Boogaloo Boys wearing Hawaiian t shirts, oh pretending God. to uh, sort of they're co opting this legitimate protest of police violence and using Absolutely. it as using it as a accelerationist philosophy. And um, that to is to get to a you know a quote unquote civil war two, which would essentially be a race war. Uh, which God is knows what, that's that's what we need right now in the middle of a pandemic. Let's add a little sprinkling of race war. You said the word accelerate uh, acceleration. Yes, and let's talk about Umbrella Man, and then I want to get back to the area that is being destroyed right now. So Umbrella Man, if you haven't seen this video. He is a fella fully dressed in black. I don't know if he's a cop. He walks like a cop, seems to kind of squawk like a cop, even though you don't hear him. But he's walking. He has a black umbrella, gas mask, fully covered. 
Can't see his face. You can see a bit of it. You can see his eyes. He's not walking with any group. He's, he's not, not walking with he any group. Not, he is completely uh, just by himself. There's no sign. He's not holding a BLM sign. He's not holding a Trump 2020 sign for that matter. He has a hammer. He walks slowly to the auto zone windows. Monotonous. Slowly shatters the windows. Turns around. And just starts walking away into wherever the hell he was going. Mind you, uh, carrying, into a parking lot. carrying a black umbrella the entire time, like he's an Edward Gorey character. Carrying he's- a black umbrella. So, Travis, there's a lot of speculation yes. that this person was there to incite violence within that auto zone, which obviously burnt to the ground. People just ran in as soon as the windows were smashed. Not even as soon as the windows are smashed, as a matter of fact. If you watch the video... Peaceful protesters out there are like, bro, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? And they're saying, dude, you're a cop. You're a cop. One person is filming him. He he swipes at the camera, much like a cop would do. And then he walks away. And everyone's like, what the hell? Obviously, as the night transpires and time goes further, the the auto zone is up in flames and completely and utterly destroyed. Now, the auto zone, again, is not uh, that I don't shed the largest tear in the world. For the auto zone itself. Now, if it was but an the o- question is, if it was an O'Reilly Auto Parts, I would freak out. Yeah, no. that's that's intri- that's that's a, a bridge too far and for me. I, I don't like to see any burning because that buildings. theme song just goes hard. You know, I'm not going to li- sit here and lie to you. If if it's an O'Reilly's, by the way, O'Reilly's Bar did burn down. Uh, R.I.P. There's a lot of burning buildings to talk about, but the question is. Who would benefit from the beginning of burning the auto zone yeah. down? So it seems to me, and this is totally speculative because right. we just don't know, but it seems to me if you really want to begin the process of starting something like a race war or begin the process of dismantling a neighborhood, again, a lower class neighborhood, hey, who, if if you want to get the job done, do it yourself. Yeah, it seemed to me that was the well, case. Well, so there's there are unconfirmed reports that this guy matches the description of a St. Paul uh, police officer. Okay, and if you look at this, the images going around of this particular officer, he does his uh, you know, his eyes and his that face part that you can see on him, yes. it does actually look quite a bit like him, and apparently it matches the height and everything. Of course, that's unconfirmed, and the St. Paul the police part, uh, the St. Paul police say that's of course not true, right? Um, but in, in any in any instance, this is an this is your cl- a classic example of an outside agitator, whoever yes. whoever he works for, who whatever motives um, or whatever group he belongs to, if he, even if he belongs to a group. But I don't know. What, what this is is a way to. Uh, make the protesters legitimate targets of violence in yes. order to suppress them whatever in the police interests are the same as the white supremacist interests yes. in this case it's to make it's to make the people who have legitimate reasons to protest uh whether that be raucous or you know if that it, whatever who cares about lighting trash cans on fire or whatever not the biggest deal in but the world but when you start yeah when you start going around and destroying sort of seemingly senseless uh buildings that have nothing to do with sadly homes are homes are now that's yeah. when the media can the 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 police can communicate to the media these are bad people and that's why we have to use these tactics on yes. them great point travis and one of the ultimate ironies of even that sentiment which is dead on the media has been used as a wing for the establishment for a long time which is why we saw what we saw it uh, at cnn headquarters in atlanta also getting vandalized we're seeing the police 
take an aggressive stance against the media like I have never seen in my lifetime. I didn't live through Vietnam. I don't think there's a coincidence that we have a president who constantly demeans the media. And again, we have more information now than ever before. I don't believe that uh, journalism is actually going away. I think we have more journalism than ever. But we also have a president who constantly taunts mainstream media like CNN and MSNBC. This is part of his political. This is a political game that he plays to pit his people against others. Now we're seeing, as we saw with the group, the crew of, for CNN, they got detained. They got arrested. Literally, the man yes. that was working for CNN, I believe his name was Omar, yes. was talking to the cops. He literally said the sentence, we're here to tell your story. Which <laughs> is say, arrested him. saying the quiet part loud. We're, we are your tool to use. Tell yes. us. Tell us the police line to say to the viewers at home because that is the side that we're going to report. Please, and, and please. even then, it's almost like a, a wild animal being cornered. Like the police were like cornered and they just they're lashing out at everyone, even including their allies, even though the, who is the mainstream media, even though they had them surrounded. Of course, the police had that camera crew, including the, the reporter surrounded. Hey, mom. First things first. Thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. We also had a situation where an officer, this may not have been in Minneapolis, it may have been, uh, he had a pepper bullet gun, basically right. a paintball gun, it ain't full of paint, it's full of pepper, and he just started popping off on the reporter, this chick, and, and everyone's like, what are you doing, dude? We live in a country now that has, we have a certain group of people in this country that feels carte blanche to act in certain ways, and we're seeing what that looks like in real life, in real time. AutoZone is burned down. That is one of the beginning big burns of the protests. Yeah. Again, we have the third precinct burning down. We have small mom and pops burning down. Extremely sad. A lot of outside agitators who don't know the roads. I've also heard a lot of reports of cars driving wrong ways down one ways, literally because they don't know the area, and they don't. And they're taking their license plates off. All groups of people taking their license plates off. We have a question here, and this is a, another thing up for debate. And I want to talk about the target here in a second. But the debate is over policing and under policing. You can have racially unjust policing in both, right? Yeah. You can have a situation where you have 90% of these cops in Minneapolis are from out of town. They go to the south side of Chicago. They think it's a ghetto, even though my friends that live there, they know it's a beautiful neighborhood, eclectic, uh, diverse, great schools. 
good supermarkets, whatever. It's a neighborhood. They have families. They go to these neighborhoods. They over-police. They assume everyone is criminal. Uh, they assume everyone is dangerous. They pull their guns far too fast. They have no sympathy for people when they're kneeling on their necks as they're crying out for help. That is one problem. Then the second problem is let them burn it down. That's the second problem. So we have a failure on every single level. There was no police presence, no fire department presence whatsoever at the beginning of these protests, which allowed, not, not the protests, I'm talking about 10 p.m., 11, 11 p.m., midnight uh, until around 5 a.m. No police presence, no fire department presence. Well, Ma m mainly fire department, yeah. none whatsoever, which is also racist. It yes. is also an indication that they say, let it burn, which is why when you look at Umbrella Man, you wonder what was his motivation and why would why would they just allow that happened during the day? Yes. Why would they just allow? By the way, watch this video. The he, zone, this man is this man is in full skulk mode. It is. He is surreptitiously smashing windows and like trying. It's like, eerie. Like he's trying to steal candy from a jar. Like he's really he's he's trying to get away so with it. Weird. And so they the the. But person, you know what he also knew how to do? Yeah. He knew he knew how to do it very yes. fast. Oh yeah. He he knew. It's almost like he knew the amount of pressure like uh, on each surface, right? Yeah. Really. Like he was he knew all the you know uh, to quote something you said recently. He like knew all the bruises on the apple. Like he yeah. really he really knew what he was doing and what and what needed to be done but so, i will say about under policing in this instance mm -hmm. it really does show you the fact that there were there was no police presence it really speaks to the idea of like are cops here to serve the community right no in this case they they appear more like a gang that was hiding to uh to like g gather their ranks to to protect themselves yes. and that really does speak to Wait, are you protecting and serving this community, or are you protecting and serving this sort of blue, um, this shield. The, the blue shield, right? Yeah. And that is again why we need leadership. If you are a police officer in Minneapolis, this is your time to put on the Superman cape and go be a superhero when your city needs you. Yeah. That is when you're supposed to be the hero. All of the hero rhetoric that we get about police, and I understand, and I will put the caveat in, tough job, horrible job, uh, in many ways, not easy. But when it comes to cops, Chris Rock said it best, you really can't have any bad ones. Yeah. You can't, like, there are some professions, and he makes the joke about pilots. It's like, you can't have any bad pilots. None, no, well, none at all. Zero percent. There's this idea like, um, oh, you got to have the good cops in there to like, in, to, you know, to work, work through and infiltrate. It's like, well, would you send like a good, I don't know, a good gang member into MS-13 to like evangelize and change the mind of, of uh, all those guys? I have a feeling the mob would rule on that one. Of course, in Derek uh, Chauvin's case. This is not his first rodeo. 2006, he killed a uh, Native American man. He was involved in the shooting of another African American man who lived and was involved in the murder of another man. This is a uh, serial killer, like straight up. Straight up and a serial killer that is state sanctioned. Of course, Amy Klobuchar, say goodbye to your VP chances, my man, because you are out of the running. Go relax. Bring Al Franken back to the Senate. I don't care if he's hammered on CNN. He still made more <laughs> sense than half of these damn politicians. Uh, but she's gone. She yeah, well, is done so because she, she didn't she, prosecute. She chose not to prosecute him. And it's almost like 
having John Wayne Gacy in handcuffs covered in blood and, and clown makeup and being like, no, we need him to go back out there and entertain the children. He needs to entertain the children. That How is his else civic are they know? duty to make to make these children laugh and scream uh, with Ms. laughter. Mr. Gacy, all of your balloon animals look like dildos. Could you please make like a draft or something for my kid? And no, then, that's another dildo, sir. Uh, she's gone. She's gone. I, she you, was a horrible prosecutor. We, we, she, thought, we thought the Biden gaffe of like, uh, if you don't fight oh, for me, you're not black. That gaffe now. That is now just the, uh, I mean, it is the cherry on top of a mountain of shit. I don't even know if it's on top anymore. I talked about this on Fox News about Joe Biden. I do believe that he he does speak in gaffe. He does, yeah. Donald Trump speaks on purpose. And jo- Donald Trump's words, he believes. Joe Biden's words, I literally think it's like when you know you're saying something wrong and, and but you still finish the sentence and you're like in your head, you're like just a second, just like a millisecond behind your mouth. And yeah. you're like, I'm saying this sentence right now. I know this sounds completely stupid, but let's finish it. <laughs> like yeah. That is a common thought within the mind between the ears of Joe Biden. I would have to imagine. Amy Klobuchar, you are no longer an option as VP, and quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, get the hell out of the Senate. Good riddance. So under-policing and over-policing. This is why we need a thing called community policing. We cannot have community policing if 90% of the officers don't know the community. I'm not even going to say you have to reside there, but you have to know the community it is insane that you have these outside militaristic militarized police precincts yeah. and police officers uh, going into places that they just don't understand and don't know. And they assume the worst. So let's talk about the burning down of this target. Well, first, the, first of all, let me just I, I, uh the bridge that goes to Long Island City. We're in Brooklyn, and uh, I sometimes walk over the bridge to Long Island we're, City. We're in an undisclosed, undisclosed location. location. We're undisclosed bunker in that Brooklyn I, that I disclosed on our stream show recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's weird. I saw a billboard that was advertising police employment in New York City for the Oakland Police Department. So they want they want people really? that they want police officers from New York to now work in Oakland. And I think that is a very obvious case of like we need to recruit the best at like smashing heads yeah. that we need to get some New York police uh, well, police officers in Oakland. And, and Oakland is Oakland be, can be rough. And oh, so yes. I, I there think, was a shooting right outside of yes. the show that we, 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 so performed. we were we were at an Oakland theater and then we were doing a meet and greet. And then all of our citizens apps, our citizen apps, boop, blew boop, up, boop, boop, boop. and uh, apparently somebody got stabbed outside the theater and shot. <laughs> it was, I was like, I am just happy Oakland is living it's, up to its reputation. I almost was. I almost. It's like if you go to Disney World and you don't see Mickey. Yes. I'm like, we're going to Oakland. No one got stabbed. Well, so I, I turned to the security guard next to us and I said, Hey, I think somebody got shot outside, and he looked at me like, What the fuck do you want me to do about it? Like, yeah. this is Oakland. <laughs> And, of course, New York has attempted to make some changes. It is not the worst police in the country. Um, but, of course, again, we need immense amount of change here as well and continued progress when it comes to community placing. Our horrible mayor, Bill de Blasio, decided to go on Twitter uh, not to detain Jewish people this time. No. He, did, he didn't call for the wrangling up of Jews. He said, uh, if you're mean to a cop, you, you're, you're mean to George <laughs> Floyd. 
Yes. Which doesn't a, make just, sense and is not right. And A sphinx of a riddle wrapped in a mystery just, from that just man. Just an idiot. So let's talk a little bit about the Target, which sort of got a lot of press. Yes. Uh, the uh, A lot of the out-of-town protesters, obviously they ain't, go, they ain't getting to no hotels. Uh, there's no bed and breakfast, no Airbnb for them to go. So they're staying in the Target parking lot. Target was one of the first buildings to burn. And to empathize with Travis's point, I don't care about Target. The corporation will be fine. I, I don't care about the brick and mortar. But just to bring some context into that area, that Target was built around six or seven years ago. It was a big step forward because that area, it's an up-and-coming area. It's right. gentrifying. It's its becoming lower middle class, middle class. It was kind of in disarray before. It's, it's known lovingly as the black Target. Not so lovingly as the ghetto target. Right. It's the target where the folks in that community go to, you know, it, it really did improve quality of life. And that to me is what's so sad is that the people of that community, uh, again, super diverse community, that's where they go. Yes. And that's their target. And that's what's breaking my heart. Systemic Killer Mike actually has been on point with all of this. It's not about burning down buildings. It's about burning down systemic racism. It's about burning down systemic racism within police departments across the country. Now, I understand the amount of anger and rage, and I get it. Evidently, the target began to... Um, there was a feud because some people wanted to buy milk. There right. was the idea that milk and is... there was some kind of maximum on the amount you could buy or something. Yes. And I guess milk helps if you got the pepper spray in the eyes and the whole thing. Don't drink it. It'll really mess up your tummy, though. So that's kind of what made that target Oh, you're advising against drinking milk. I don't like milk because it messes... I ate two the, pounds of cream cheese three was, weeks you know, ago. I, I'm still reeling. I was wondering. I was always wondering, why do, why do they have to have milk campaigns? And now I realize it's because of propaganda like this. Big milk is horrible. I hate big milk. So that's sort of what tilted the, um, the scale and made people focus on the target. Target. The target. And... So I just want to reiterate, um, I get all of it. I get all of the anger, all of the rage. Well, and um, but it's just sad because Target, it, what's going to end up happening? This is me speculating again. I don't think AutoZone is coming back. I don't think Target's going to come back. They're going to say this. And again, go back to Umbrella Man. Who is, who is starting this stuff? Where is it beginning? Uh, who is benefiting? Target is just going to say they burnt down their own neighborhood. They protested and they burnt down their old neighborhood. Again, despite the fact the vast majority are from out of town. And Target's probably just not going to go back. And so how far does that set that community back again? You know, these things matter. Quality of life things are very important. Broken windows uh, is not wrong when it comes to when things are nicer. People tend to be better. It gives them hope. And right now, the amount of hope is uh, it ain't uh, it ain't floating. I would the say hope is currently drowning. You know, if you're a business owner, and I've been told this by like I don't know other small like small business owners, if you if you own like a liquor shop or something, sure. you you build a certain amount of shoplifting into your like your your spreadsheet. Sure, because you just have but to. Of course, shoplifting is way down. You have to expect it from customers, and also you have to expect it from employees. Right. I don't think. 
I just the same way that Target didn't reach out to the community about any of this stuff before. I really don't think that this they'll look at this as a like, okay, well, this is how much money we have to spend on this basically a natural disaster that happened. I don't think that they are moved either way. But that and that's not to I don't that, know. I don't think they're swayed on it. But I think that also that that makes me think though you have to think of the disgust and the repulsion and the anger the, uh, fomented that you're describing here as a as a sort of natural disaster as no, a as like a kind of psychic miasma a tsunami that was inevitable but it was Mike, like it was like okay. climate it was about as inevitable as uh as climate change Mike, induced disasters I, I understand what you're saying and i and i get the sentiment my question is natural disasters are oftentimes not preventable earthquakes are going to happen i don't know how to stop them what do you do try to lay down on the ground and keep everything together i don't freaking know i just feel like this could have been prevented you know, these kinds of things well, can you, be prevented you with would good leadership. That. You would think, yes. You know, well, and, and so even we're seeing uh, the mayor. Well, that's why I bring up the, I use the analogy of climate change induced disasters, like, you know, uh, a tsunami, because I don't know how climate change induced disasters, uh, the change being the operative word there, though. I would just, I would also say this um, about looting and about destruction of property. Is this not somewhat a price of admission to be featured in the media to have your movement covered extensively you have sure. these you have these liberate minnesota fucks with their guns standing at a state capitol with no cops surrounding them and they were just like 300 dudes in kevlar right that gains so much media attention mm -hmm. but you have these you have these peaceful vigils uh, almost every year now of four dead black teenagers and nothing happens you get a momentary blip of news coverage right. is is looting is damage to property is that the price of admission for getting your story covered in the news to the extent that it is a worldwide story now and to that point Travis which I think that's a really that's very insightful that's a great point if you look at the murdering, the killing of Breonna Taylor, uh, this was the nurse who was killed uh, by a so-called botched police raid. And again, this is why we can't have mistakes like this with such serious consequences. I had not heard about that story right. until this. And now we're seeing the protests all over uh, Louisiana or all over uh, Louisville, Kentucky, all over. Uh, Atlanta, all over the country, L.A., New York, you name it. And now we're starting to hear more names that didn't make mainstream media. Why wasn't this a big story? Breonna Taylor shot in her bed while sleeping. A nurse who was protecting people from COVID or protecting people who had COVID, literally saving lives, murdered by police by mistake. It is a great point when it comes to uh, or great criticism when it comes to media and what does it take to get the flies around it yep. turns out everything has to become shit you have and to then blow the flies, some shit up yep and then yeah. the flies start uh, to come around and uh, and take their nibble and make their money and get their bellies full well so it it seems like in a way you well cuz People think of the civil rights movement as this extremely, like, They think of it as a finite moment. Well, this is the thing when it comes to the civil rights movement. The key word is movement. It should always be 
it needs to continue. Yes. We live in this country where there's a lot of people who are like, solved it. We got it done in the 60s, yeah. the 70s, and even today. Uh, and as we know, there is great apathy amongst my generation. I think after Obama got elected in 08, a lot of folks were like, post-racial, nailed it, we're good. And as we're seeing, there was a lot of people under the rocks. There was a lot of slugs, a lot of bugs under the rocks, just waiting, just waiting for someone to come and turn them over, just waiting for someone to come and turn that rock over and expose them to the world. There was a huge tinderbox of anger, rage, both racial, economic, you name it, at the Obama administration, I think Obama would have gotten reelected in a landslide a third time in Absolutely. 2016 if we could have rewrote the Constitution. But we turned away. We let things fester. We let these movements grow. And because of that, we have this man in the White House who is now advocating for violence within our communities that he does not care about. He does not know about. He uh, only cares about one thing, which is re-election, and somehow in his warped mind, maybe it's all the hairspray, in his warped mind, he sees this as a political win. Yeah. And that has to be, if there is no greater indication of narcissism, I, this is it. This is yes. the greatest indication of complete and utter disconnected narcissism for him to be masturbating out the window, watching Secret Service officers beat up uh, protesters, then calling for a MAGA night and calling for if if they're looting, his, you're shoot, they're shooting, calling for his constituents to go to an area fully armed with the intent to kill. The problem, so I do want to make this point, though. The Civil Rights Act, you know, the those Civil Rights Era protests, 1963, those are known, I think, in our collective memory as completely peaceful and, not, oh, and no. nonviolent. A lot of that stuff was... I wouldn't call it violent. I would call it not nonviolent, though. A lot it of that definitely stuff, wasn't. Vi it definitely wasn't nonviolent. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that was. I, I I'm going to use the word raucous. You know, they had to flip some shit over uh, to get JFK's attention. That's really it was. It was like a month of wild, uh, raucous protesting. And yeah. but now in like the Pepsi version of that memory. Yeah. We see like the sepia toned walking marches and stuff and like how yes. it's not really that way. It, we So the problem we have now is like, well, you mentioned you mentioned uh, what Kardashian was it that did Jenner? It? Uh, I have actually no idea. J I don't know. One of the Kardashians are Jenner. I was going to say Jizz Kenner. Is J that, Jizz Kenner. Jizz Kenner. It was Jizz Kenner Kardashian. She was in a commercial for, what is it, Pepsi or Coke? It was Pepsi, And yeah. there was protest lines, and she went up to one of the cops, and she gave him a soda. That ain't it. That ain't it. I mean, it's not it going to work. Hey, Mom. First things first. Thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.
I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. So you have this thing where you have all these like, okay, never mind the actual like MAGA people. You have like neolibs saying, hey, tone it down with the, like, don't be so rowdy to the protesters. The problem with that, and I'm not talking about the outside agitators. I'm talking about people with legitimate grievances in their community. Gotcha. Um, The problem is you really cannot make a dent on this problem without getting in the face of it and getting like making the cops hide from you is a part of that and and saying like look pay attention to us capturing the third precinct that is a part of it because otherwise it is just going to be another candle night candlelight vigil that is uh, featured on the local news well again and I, making that, the, that is the, the cops should not hide. The cops should well, if, be it, working to de-escalate if the situation. If the cops treat you like an opposing gang, yes. if your community is the opposite gang right. to the police department, that is what needs to happen. Unfortunately, the the, the looting stuff is so hard to, to thread that needle because that image is so racially charged as well the idea of a black person looting a target hey, if you want more if you if you want an indication of how far we've come racially there's a lot of white people looting too. i saw i saw the yeah, white guy all um, right. I, I saw s- some hot ass white chicks out there too we I got saw, some we got i also saw this might have been an edited video but i did see a, a little uh, a little dog running out with a big bone in his mouth of the target that's extremely cute that might have been edited though but the, the problem <laughs> is like you have this image and it um it reminds me of when we were having what was it 2017 talk of like caravans and shit it's all it's all image based it's like shooting a well of course but that's that's the way that the media that's the way the meme world the media that's how we communicate if you are if you are somebody who lives in that community and is feeling that rage and disgust seeing one of your neighbors breaking shit in the target that you must be thinking Fuck yes. Like, but the uh, question is, was the neighbor in the target or was the neighbor at their house scared as hell? That's the question because, you know, these are families. This this is not to be able to go out and, and burn things down at night. You ain't looking at your family and going out and doing that. You're staying in with your family. It is out the out of town protests cannot be stressed enough well i think that I, is, i've that, heard people coming from the dakotas yes uh, which is you can you got this is literally the purge um you have people from chicago yeah. you have people from the dakotas and they're they're making south minneapolis their stadium they're making it their football field and the spectators are the people who live there, and they're like, we don't like this game For, because we are definitely getting beamed with freaking footballs in the head everywhere make, we go. Minneapolis has become a rage cage for people to like come and visit and, so, and break shit for, for, for a big swath of those protesters. But I, I also think there are legitimate protesters breaking shit because they know there is, or they, there is no well, knowing. It's like a subconscious primal thing that is happening right now. I think now. you made a gr- great point when it comes to 
What do you got to do to get the media's attention? And this is Dad, it. Dad, what do I have to do, Dad? I'm going to start doing drugs, now, Dad. I'm going to start drinking and driving, Dad. As of today, it's Saturday, uh, this is day four of the protest. I think, um, you know, throughout those four days, the people that make up, that constitute these groups has changed wildly. I think I think now you're well, seeing... Well, we're starting to see people... The, the only reason that we know it's out of towners is because of the arrest rates and what we're seeing is the people that are being detained aren't from there well and also and also from the people that i know i want to give a uh, a shout out to i've been watching hours of live streaming from uh do you know unicorn right oh i know unicorn right you they know have, that buddy they do such a great job i mean they're they're really i think they're just down there with a like a camera phone yeah. on the front lines uh talking to all these protesters and what i found from i've been watching it a couple hours a day today Almost yeah, almost all these people that uh, that Unicorn Riot is stumbling upon, a lot of them yeah, Chicago, the Dakotas, like you said, and what I'm also not seeing any any Minneapolis police. No, it's of course, all National all right. Guard. Well, let's let's absolutely. I mean that we we've definitely covered that. I mean, it is uh, it is devastating for those folks. Minnesota Governor Tim Walls, he has got to uh, get a handle on this, and Minnesota Mayor. Uh, Mr. Fry, he's July 23rd, 1981. I'm July 21st, 1981. We're, we're basically the same age, but he's more of a Leo. I'm a Cancer. He needs to have a little bit more cancer in him on a uh, astrological level because he has he's pretty face, but I believe he has failed the city in handling this. He Yes, he did call for the arrest of all four. It took way too long for Derek Chauvin. I have a small small story about Chauvin as well here. Um, and, of course, we still have not seen the other three arrested. So what do we have now? So Chauvin's been charged with third-degree murder. Why is that? Uh, they have said it would be too difficult to get him on first because there was not tent, uh, intent to kill and premeditation. Second-degree murder is um, intent to kill with no premeditation. And third-degree murder is whoopsie. He's dead. Okay. Right. So that's what they went with. And perhaps uh, that is the better charge. Maybe that's the charge that can actually get through a grand jury and take this to trial. I think that society has changed when it comes to our perception of the infallibility of cops. I think that we see them as people. And I think we see them as citizens. And I think we see them as guilty if they're guilty more than we have previously. Certainly not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But if you look at Walter Scott, if you look at some of the other cases, yeah. there has been officers arrested, charged, and convicted. They have to get the other three. They must charge them. It has to happen to begin to de-escalate. And Mr. Fry, Mayor Fry, this is another time where cute words are cute words, but actions matter more. And he needs to start getting this city under control. They enforced a curfew at 8 p.m. last night, or they called for a curfew at 8 p.m. last night. Completely unenforceable. So now you have a situation where people believe that they can break that because, quite frankly, they can. They're in mass. What happens next? This evening could be the culmination of events now that we have Trump basically calling for his people to go down there to Minneapolis and come to the White House and support him. We have a culmination of events. People are tired. People are angry. People are hungry. People have been doing this now for multiple days. You don't get more reasonable the more tired you are. This could get much more dangerous. The cops have got to be arrested to start the healing process and to stop 
what's going on with the violent protests. And as far as I'm concerned, the peaceful protests should happen every single day. Derek Chauvin, this man, this murderer, multiple times over, his house was being protested against, right? So people got his house. And so there was a lot of people being like, hey, dude, fuck you, man, uh, outside of his home, which is exactly what they should be doing. Do you know what he kept on doing? Hmm. He kept on ordering Uber Eats because he was hungry. Yes. And the Uber driver would walk, would drive by and be like, uh, what? Uh, no, I'm not going to get out of my car and deliver this guy food. I'm going to get my ass kicked. So this man, he is in the middle of, he is the cause of a national protest. And he's like, I could really go for some general sows right now. Is Papa John's delivering this man? Not that he doesn't need to eat, but I'm sure he had something in the house. This man caused all of this. And this is why police brutality. And I know a lot of cops. I know a lot of people who work in law enforcement. We have some that listen. They will be the first to tell you. A cop like that destabilizes everything, makes their job a hell of a lot more difficult, and they don't want them to be on the force. Yeah. That's the good cops that now must start to outweigh these negative cops, because you know Derek Chauvin. He's one of those guys. Obviously, he was at the Trump rally. Yeah. He was at a Trump rally. You know he's one of those guys who identifies as an alpha. Yes. And you know that he was with uh, officers that maybe were intimidated by him. He is one of those douchebag dudes. Anyone, as I've said a thousand times before, who calls themselves an alpha is not. I don't even know what that term really means, but they are not. They are losers. Maybe they own a car wash. Congrats. This man has caused so much pain across this country, and he needs to be held accountable, not just for the death of George Floyd, but as far as I'm concerned, for the vandalism and the mayhem that Minneapolis has seen. That I mean, if you cause it, like if you, for example, you're in a police chase. Yeah. You're driving away. Let's say you stole a hamburger, right? Because you know, sounds I, like I, me. I stole a hamburger for me to know. And any anything that's hurt, any destruction of property is on the person right. who is committing the crime. As far as I'm concerned, all of this stuff, this is on his head. He should be charged with vandalism, burning down the auto zone, burning down Target. He should be charged with, uh, he should be forced to, uh, obviously he'll never be able to pay restitution on how much money it takes now to rebuild, how much money it's costing in cops. You know, and another thing when it comes to the National Guard, the National Guard in this country is not prepared for this. No. Everyone that I spoke with that was down there speaking with National Guard were like, they're like 19, dude. It's yes. a lot of young girls, which yes. is, uh, you know, that's fine. But it's a lot of young girls, like 19-year-old boys. Like, they don't know what they're I, doing, and yeah. they have no direction. So The guy that I know that joined the National Guard, he, like, owns a Scrubs DVD box set. He uh, is still paying off his car. I don't I, think that they were meant to be... They're not meant to be the referees of a race war. No, absolutely And that's not. what Donald Trump and uh, many people in power but are asking them to be. Just pulling, like, pulling out a little bit, it's so crazy, the idea that third-degree murder, that's the charge that Chauvin got, or that's the, what he brought, was brought in on. It took a national, just a violent, fiery, outrage protest across the nation to get that guy 
to get charged and, with and that, their degree. And, and that goes back to, I think, your very valid point. What do you got to do to get recognized? But again, I, I, th- I personally, I think this is this is uh, this is people rallying. This is the police. This is the uh, justice system of uh, Minnesota rallying around their guy, and he's just going to cool his heels. Because well, I mean, we'll see. We don't know what happened we'll, with with Klobuchar, though. She her thing was she was the Hennepin uh, County attorney. She would just punt cases like this to grand jury, and then grand jury would uh, inevitably aside as, uh, with a police officer. I, again, I do think that we have changed in this country when it comes to our perception of the infallibility of police officers. So we will be optimistic when it comes to the grand jury. You look at that video. Also, 2006, we didn't have video. There's so much more evidence now. Right. If you're not moved from that video, you don't have a brain. You don't have a soul. Gorka. <laughs> Gorka. Your name is Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> um, so I have faith that we can get a uh, at the very least a trial and, and we can pray for a conviction. And of course, all of the other uh, officers, as I said, to deescalate must be arrested so thank you all so much for listening to this episode those are just uh, this is just a little insight from the people that i know living out there and and our perspective as we continue to be critics of the media and how these things are covered and of course police brutality uh white supremacy within the police uh, system is is still there it's still prevalent and when we say people will be like, well, there is a lot of black cops and Asian cops and, and Mexican cops. Yes. But when we say white supremacy, it's it's about the policies that have been put in place. It's not about the color of the person necessarily uh, enforcing right. those policies. So and just lastly here, I literally just got a uh, text message from my friend Dave. Uh, this is from the Longfellow Community Council. Longfellow is the area where the third precinct is. Gotcha. Uh, This is horrifying. Saturday, May 30th. Urgent alert. This is an urgent message from the Longfellow Community Council President Maria McIntosh. Moments ago, our executive director met with Senator Patricia Torres Ray and community leaders. What we learned is that there will be a very large military presence around the city tonight. Again, that is Saturday. And lethal force will be used. This is based on intelligence information that the governor and law enforcement have that uh, have that cannot be shared in greater detail. This morning, there was a uh, community meeting in Longfellow Park with Andrew Johnson residents. Uh, They were organizing to protect the community. Things are changing rapidly based on this new information. Residents on block patrols and residents on the street after curfew tonight will be doing so at a very great risk to themselves. Law enforcement will not be able to discern between a dangerous person and a concerned resident. That is just coming in. I swear to oh, God, that's not that's not absolutely chilling at all. I'm this is this is horrifying. Again, a very large military presence will be around the city, and lethal force will be used. My God, um, damn. All right. Well, we're going to keep you up to date the best we can. Uh, you can see my Instagram, Ben Kissel one. Um, I'm trying to post some videos there that my buddies are able to take. But uh, damn, I hope we don't live in a police state forever. Oh, my freaking. Oh, my God. That's Mega Night. So happy. Well, enjoy, happy Mega Night, everyone. Make America Mega great Night. again. Gee whiz. Oh, my God. All right, everyone. Uh, stay safe out there. OK, please. God, uh, hail yourselves, everyone. Be safe. We'll talk to you soon. 
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes.